This is the Word of God from the household of David Church. It is a message designed to raise men after God's own heart. Listen and be blessed. Hallelujah. Hebrews 2.14 This morning Oh Hebrews chapter 2 verse 14 Let us reform our seed For as much then as children Are partakers of flesh and blood He also himself likewise took part of the same He saw that they were flesh and blood He decided to become flesh and blood also and the reason that through death he might destroy him that had the power of death that is the devil look at the word the he that had not he that has <laughs> verse 15 and this is the reason and deliver them through the fear of death and deliver them who through the fear of death were all their lifetime subject to bondage. The fear of death makes a man to be subject to bondage. Bondage is the opposite of the glorious liberty of the sons of God. So when a man is afraid of death, is subject. What kind of death? It's not a go face bullet. No. The Bible is saying something deeper than that. Spiritual death causes fear and shame. Aye. Now, 1 Corinthians 15, 56. The Bible says, 1 Corinthians 15, 56, the sting of death is sin. What brings this death that the Bible is talking about Bible says through death it destroyed the one that had the power of death. Of course, because this is just for service. God bless you. Can have your seat before I keep you standing for too long. <laughs> Hallelujah. I repent of it every Sunday. So <laughs> amen. Through death, it destroyed the one that had the power of death. What exactly happened at the cross? Remember, many might not know this. Jesus Christ was crucified naked. Because Adam was created naked. The reason is that so that a Christian will never experience shame. Are you getting what I'm saying? But along the line, maybe at the beginning or somewhere in between, I don't know, I'm going to share something with, or maybe I'm already sharing something with everybody that I believe is a message in particular. It's a message for this church. It might be extended to other churches. By death and resurrection, darkness has been removed from our lives. I don't know why I'm being pulled this way. I love the resurrection story and I share it every Easter. How every demon I believe, which I've said many times, that was the day that no demon was on the face of the earth. 
Because Satan summoned all principalities and power and demons to hell. He has said he is going to rise. But he must not rise. That's what the Bible says that evil spoil principalities and power. Some translation they put this way, he threw off himself. Because on the third day in hell, Satan summoned the strongest demon. Sit on him. He must not rise. Because this is the biggest event in human history, in angelic history, and in demonic history. No other event beyond resurrection. Because man will receive eternal life. And death will have no power over man again. Because man will pass from death to life. Man will pass from accusation, condemnation to victory in Christ. And Satan said, this cannot be. Hallelujah. Amen. He made sure of them openly, triumphing over them. The first person to be born again was Jesus Christ. And I've explained which, of course, I might not go deep again. That's what you see in Psalm 24. Lift up your head, all ye gates. And again, people quote that when they are doing deliverance. God can accept. Because you understand what you are trying to say. But demons are not the ones being talked about. The gate that Jesus was referring to said, lift up your head, all ye gates, and be lifted everlasting doors. Demonic doors are not ever. Only one person possesses everlasting and that's God himself. When Jesus resurrected, even Mary couldn't recognize him again. He thought she was talking to a girl now because he had become born again. When he got to the gate of eternity, even the gate didn't recognize him again. So he said, lift up that oh, again. He said, oh, he said, the Lord, strong and mighty. Why? All have sinned and cut short the glory of God, short the glory of God. When man sinned, gate of eternity shot against man. But one man stood there by his blood. Oh, that spotless blood. That precious blood by which we can never be guilty again. He said to the gate, lift up your head. And they said, Oh, they had to ask. He said, The Lord strong and mighty. They didn't open. He said, The Lord mighty in battle. Hallelujah. That was when he was carrying his eternal blood. That was when he said to Mary, Don't touch me. I am not ascended to my father and your father. If you touch me as a mortal man, you have contaminated this priceless, this precious blood. Because the Bible says Moses did everything on earth according to the tabernacle in heaven. There's a tabernacle, in, there's a temple in heaven. A tabernacle rather, in heaven. And what happened when Jesus, he carried his own blood. Physically, they were seeing the blood spilling off him. But spiritually, he carried the blood. And the blood must touch the mercy seat of God. And the father would declare that forever mercy stays on my people. So he told me that don't spoil this sacrifice. It's too fresh. And when he was at now listen to me. I I feel like going on with this story. But you see I'm, a, I'm God's servant. I have to respond the way the spirit leads. Why are so why is it that so many Christians are still living under condemnation and guilt. I don't know why the Lord made me say this this morning. I think it all started on Wednesday. It is because of one thing. There are so many Christians who still have secrets and dark areas in their lives. You see, the Bible says, what is in 1 John 1, 5? Why was John beginning to talk like this? 
It's a kind of deliverance service for many this morning. It's not that was so your line up. I deliver you come out. No. <laughs> Are you with me? This is the message which we have heard of him and declared to God is light. In him there is no darkness at all. Verse 6. Look at that word at all. If we say we have fellowship with him, we and walk in darkness. If we say we have fellowship with him, I was praying and I was practically seeing this scripture standing before me. If we say we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, if we say we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, if we say we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, he said we lie. If we come to worship like this, if we pray in tongues like we do and walk in darkness, in the New Testament, believer, darkness has no place. I said something to them on Wednesday, and I'm being reminded by the Spirit of God to share this both first and second service. First John 1 says, sorry, uh, James, sorry, let's go to James 5. Is anyone afflicted? Master, let him pray. If there is any sick among you, let him call for the elders of the church. Let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. Look at the next verse. The prayer of faith shall save the sick and the Lord shall raise him up. Look at the next point. If he had committed sins, they shall be forgiven. Everybody look at me. Can't he pray in his house and ask for forgiveness and God will forgive him? After the Bible says, if you confess our sin, why is the Bible saying that elders have to pray for him? Church, I want you to listen to me very well. Christianity is deeper than cults. It's a family. Much more deeper. If we worship together and I have done something wrong and I cannot come before you as a pastor to admit what I've done wrong or before the elders, I have blocked a flow. The Bible said that when the elders pray for him, then a sin shall be forgiven. You see, when you ask God for forgiveness, he will forgive. But there is a seed you have sown. There is a reaction you have started. That reaction might not stop. This is why people ask for forgiveness after some few weeks they go back to it again. Men and brethren, do you know how many times I sit in my office? It's common with husband and wife. And you are talking to a cop and somebody is lying. Because cross will defeat self when you are not crucified your reputation and men's opinion will be more important to you than the will of god this is why you will rather lie conversely up truth so that you can appear right before men oh how many christian marriages why is it that a christian commits fornication A time will come when Jesus is true with the church. If you do something wrong, you will be the first person to go and walk up to the elder and say that. Why? In light, there is no hiding. All of us know. Is there anybody here that does not know up till now that David slept with Bathsheba and killed the husband? Has that stopped the glory of David? The madness of covering things is terrible. And I see this among Christians. 
So you are a married man. And you've had an affair. All you come to do on Sunday is to join them with worship. You don't want to tell anybody what has happened. You might pray your room and be forgiven. But there's a process. This is why after some weeks or some months, you go back to it again. Yes. Do you know I have sat before pastors before that the wife was complaining about and he was denying everything. And don't speak to anybody like that. I was telling a lie. And the next thing he was planning a conference. If we have fellowship with him and we walk in darkness, secrets are dangerous. I want to say to everybody, the best deliverance. What is in John 14, 30. Honestly, it's not a teaching this morning. I don't like this teaching. I love resurrection thing that will make you jump. Because when we do that, the anointing for healing our daughter will be present. That's what I want. But hereafter, I will not talk much with you. This is Jesus talking. For the prince of this world cometh and had nothing in me. The prince of this world comes and he has nothing nothing against me nothing to hold on to nothing nothing you see i tried to help a friend to put this in, in perspective he was telling me and please those who will watch and start making uh, uh, some silly comments i'm talking to our church okay uh -huh. because when a message begins to trend certain people want to popularize themselves by coming in the friend was asking me a question he called, I don't go by observation, I go by the word of God, but you cannot deny observation. The sincere truth is this. He said something. And he said that, how come, of course it's coming from medical angle and everything. About, I don't know what percentage, but huge percentage of ladies who have had maybe abortion before getting married. When they get married, many times forced pregnancy, something goes wrong. And he gave the statistic. I said, not all, but very many. And in most cases, I used most. And I quickly decided to run my mind back. And I found I was right. And I said something. They are not paying for what they have done. Jesus already paid for it. But the problem is that when you have secrets, secretly you can conquer guilt. Do you get what I've just said? The problem is not what they have done. If any man be in Christ... It's a new creation. All things are passed away. But there is a Lucifer that has witnessed it. I began to tell him where is he is. The concept of familiar spirit is scares a lot of people. There's nobody that does not have a familiar spirit. And when I said, so I said, don't, somebody will listen. I said, ah, that pastor said, that church, everybody. He said, I miss all of them. The question is, what, what do they call familiar spirit? If I say it the other way now, you agree. There is nobody. Now, when you are doing video except media, don't, don't only play these parts. Because it will send some people into early edict. Say now, pastor, we talk out of church. But if I say it this way, that there is no Christian that demons don't monitor. Uh -huh. So what is a familiar spirit? The first assignment of familiar spirit is to gather information about you. Every temptation and problem Satan will arrange for you, they come according to what they know about you. This is why those who do crystal ball and witches can actually tell a lot about you without you opening your mouth. There is a spirit that gives them information about you. 
And when you go to a false prophet, easily can tell you things. And if you are the type that you are impressed by such, he will tell you things that you have not even told him. A demon was present when you were doing it. But here is the point. If any man be in Christ, this is the reason why God tries by the word of God, Romans 12, to change a man. Once you, by the Holy Spirit, begin to walk in newness of life, the spirit around you can't understand you anymore. Because the one they used to know is not the mo no more the one they know now. Are you with me? And that change is something that keeps going on until the perfect day. Um, afterwards, I began to pray. And this picture kept coming to me. We can share reps till tomorrow. We can share reps and be excited. But if certain issues in people's life, I'm going to stop in a while. When it's a message, it's not teaching. I don't stay long on it. There are people listening to me this point, like Jacob. He took just one night for the angel to rest with Jacob and to conquer Jacob. But for instance, it's taking forever. Sometimes the spirit of God is like it's, like it's wrestling with you. There's a personality you have. You know. You know, it grieves me after seven years. Manipulators are still manipulators in the church. Only there is now a manipulator that speaks in tongues. People allow a lot of things to come in. Men and brethren, why do we have Christians still stealing in office and all those things? Why do we have Christians who are not nice to their subordinates, who are cruel in how they deal with people? Why do we have Christian husbands still maltreating their wives? And every Sunday, they are together in church. Why do we have all these things? So I was asking that, my friend. I said, why do you think? He said, because Satan, he used it. He said, it's Yoruba. He said, Satan has blood on our seat that is still putting his leg on. That I know about this. Now, there is therefore no condemnation. How they open door for him is that there is a sacred guilt. I want to say this to everybody this morning. Why did the Bible say let him call for the elders? Never let any secret, any dark stuff stay in you. And don't be overly concerned about your reputation. Nothing will happen to it. I told them something on Wednesday in my life. Every minister, and I gave an example of a friend of mine who told me, started pastoring final year students, and he said that eight years after they've all become very beautiful ladies, they said, I can't just, I don't know. Now I can't control my thoughts, stopping myself thinking of having sex where they come around and I'm, I'm, I'm turned on and all those things. And then we look at the word of God together. Eight years have come and gone, he has not stumbled once. But you see, those who cover, who cover, and why do people cover reputation? They just have a feeling. Some will say that if I tell people, they will tell someone. Well, a good leader should do. But even if they do, does that matter? I just told you now. Is there any one of you here that's not aware that Abraham slept with a maid? Has he stopping from being fathers of it, the father of it? If you know things, if they know things about you, you have left it, you have moved. The one who talks around about it will soon be stunned. We walk in light. The moment Adam and Eve fell, the first thing they did was to sow fig to cover themselves. One of the signs of falling nature of man is I've been trying to cover up. 
to cover up. Yeah. Are you getting what I'm saying? Praise the Lord. You know, there are people battling darkness in their soul. Are they waiting till the day they think angels then point black? I have spoken with some married men who were dealing with young girls. Of course, I don't talk to their wife. My priority is that they leave that thing. The moment we share word of God briefly and we pray together, I check them out. Some of them wait for three years before checking. And I was, has anything happened? No, in three years. And it gives me so much joy. I saw to a lady in this church. She said, Pastor, not in the last five years. And I said, bless God. Because we had a conversation then. So much joy. But you see, I, what I see is how people just... Uh, if one will be experiencing the manifestation of the power of God that he should, as he should, it has to be a transparent church. This has to go to all churches. That's God's plan. God's plan is to get to a point where if a believer at all does something wrong, his first, his first point of call will be the home, the church. Yes. Where people stand and pray. Not because God has not forgiven him, but so that they see this or protect, he doesn't do it again. That's the truth. So one day, Kenneth Copeland was preaching somewhere and after the meeting ended, he was having issues burning then. Ministers came to his hotel room and he began to speak evil of Benin. And shortly after that, he became sick. Why did the Bible say that pray for one another? Well, that, I think that verse 16 of that scripture. Let's read it first. I'm going to close it. You see, I'm going to leave a bit of gap between first and second service. Many people have a lot to talk about. Myself and the pastors are more than prepared to speak to people today. I don't want this service to... I've never done this. I don't want service to just end and then you go as usual. Listen to me. You have, you have darkness, sacred, and it's biting you inside. The time has come for you to get a leader, speak to a leader, bury once and for all, and let Satan not use guilt to trip you anymore. Hallelujah. What is this? Everybody read it together. What's the next thing there? That was. What is the meaning of and? What is and? What they call words like that in English? Conjunction. That means confess your fault one to another and so wear your socks and wear your shoe. Means that you must wear the socks before the shoe. Confess your fault one to another and pray. Once we want, now this healing is not talking about physical healing alone. I am looking at why Satan has access to many lives. Some years back, I used to know a minister. He used to tell a lot of lies. He was an older pastor. Recently, a friend of mine came to me and I was asking him, How is this guy? And he said that he's asking everybody around for money. And everything he started somewhere went down. Zoom. That's never God's plan. But see, people have things and they cover until it destroys them. There should be up to four people by now in this church 
maybe about four walk up to me and told me that I'm a gay, one lesbian. And I prayed for them. The Spirit left every one of them. What about if they kept it? What do people think they will get? So first lady, second lady, third lady, you are now a serious sleeper. When will you, as soon as Peter began to sink, he cried and Jesus pulled him out. Which one do you prefer, to sink or to be helped? Are you getting what I'm saying? Yeah. At the end of the day, there's nothing covered that will not be exposed anyway. It's just a matter of time. But it's about after much damage has happened. It's so pleasing to God that look at all the men here. If we say we're having men's relationship, the Bible says, I pray that men lift up holy hands. Not that we don't make mistakes or some among us don't make mistakes. No. But because they have confessed it, they've let it go, they have even shared with someone the place of and there's no more, it's no more a secret that anybody can use against them. Even if he did yesterday and he's done that, when it comes, it is considered as only hands being lifted up. Because there is no gal, there is no deception, there is no covering up. But as I am coming from what I've done, that I'm covering, and I join all of them, I will begin to pray, Hey, Makusia, and heaven is wondering. We did not intend God's family to go this way. Yes, he does not hold the mistakes of his people against them. No doubt about that. But he has a method for you to come out of it. Not pretend as if it's not happening so that you can maintain your reputation. You know, I told them something on Wednesday. I've observed this for years. When the pastor has a case of infidelity and he denies it, it's just a matter of time. The next one will be bigger. The next one will be bigger until the ministry will be destroyed. This has happened repeatedly. I can tell you over 40 stories in America and a few in Nigeria where a whole ministry sank because of this. And in all the cases, the first time, even when they ask the pastor, he denied it, saying she's lying. Never happened. Everybody will applaud you because the way we are in the body of Christ, church people must love their pastor. So they will applaud you. They will help you to hate the girl. But for how long? I get what I'm saying. For how long? Whereas I know people, pastors also, that when it happened, they went to another senior pastor, told the whole truth, prayed with them. They have stayed 13 years without one case of infidelity again. When you want something to grow a seed, you put it under the ground and cover it. Is that right? Yes. It's the way to get something to grow. Things that you cover, they grow. Things that you expose, you destroy them. Somebody watching me. This morning, I make bold to say, see my experience, do not many Christian sisters are dating married men. Do not many Christian sisters and brothers who are still doing stuff. Do not many choir members. Our own choir is better. I'm not comparing them with anybody, but I've heard stories. If a pastor came to me, a pastor was talking to me one day. The head of worship, the head of choir, impregnated the head of worship. I told I said, that's very wonderful. It's like, <laughs> oh, you know, you know, all kinds of things going on. 
we have boldness by the Spirit. Men and brethren, I am saying to everybody, you'll be made free. If you ever do something wrong, don't cooperate with Satan and be afraid that when people know, when they know, let them know. That's all. The difference between David and Saul. Samuel gave Saul a message. He said, ah, don't let the elders say. He said, cover me. Let's go and worship together. He first of all argued with Samuel, but I've obeyed the Lord. And some people do that. You know, in my life, I don't do too much of marriage counseling again. I don't. Some other leaders in each other. But in those days when I used to, husband and wife will come and people, this one will be trying to lie so that I can think this one is a bad person. And she says, at times I, I begin to, have, people, have they met the man of Calvary? Have you really met Jesus? In his presence, reputation will die. If I, you will say like, you will say like John, I must decrease, it must increase. If you live before that pastor and you go and you are one, so then I don't think your wife is a bad person. What have you achieved? How have you been promoted by that? And these are things going on constantly in believers' lives. We have been given ability to live above sin. And the Bible said that my little children do not sin, but if any man sin, we have an advocate. John said, if you do something, come out boldly. There is, there is provision for that. That does not mean we should go and it just, if it happens, there is provision. Because a Christian is not condemned because he has done something wrong. But when he continues to live there, then that can be a problem. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Glory to God. Praise the Lord. Yeah. Hallelujah. I want to stop here. In my years of pastoring, people that were dating and they were getting intimate and they felt that this is not God's way and they spoke up, never did again till they got married. People that refused to and they don't want to worry about it, just come back. at the end of the day, something will happen when they are married. That will make them tell the truth of what happened there. You see, because you are not stronger than Jesus. What did Jesus say? He said, There's nothing hidden. If you don't want anything to manifest, don't do it. If you, it's just a matter of time. There is nothing hidden. That's the truth. If a person is very smart at this, it's just a matter of time. Jesus said, There's nothing hidden that will not manifest. I pray that the new life that he has brought, we will let him manifest because it's in every one of us. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Lift up your right hand. Say, I have victory over sin and over the flesh. In the name of Jesus Christ. Everybody say this loud. By the power of the blood, I have been sanctified. I have been justified. I have been purified. In the name of Jesus, on the ground of the blood of Jesus Christ, Satan has nothing against me. No advantage whatsoever over me. I stand by the righteousness of the blood of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Let's rise. Glory to God. Is someone blessed this morning?
you know, I just felt I should share this with us. As I was praying and this was being pressed in my space, sincerely speaking, I struggled. So I said, Lord, Easter Sunday should be jumpy service. Maybe second service will look like I can only, maybe I should refer them, tell them to please watch this message. But see, Paul said, shall we continue in sin and say grace may abound? So many things are biting a lot of Christians under and they are not talking. So many things. And if you're a Christian, once you do something, you feel it. And then you keep going back and you are not crying for you. You are sinking. And the master is standing and you continue to sink. Church is not a political party. It's a family. Elders can pray for you. And chain reaction will stop. That's what the Bible says. Confess your fault one to another. Can't, why didn't the Bible just only talk to God? No. Then he said, pray for one another that you may be healed. You know, do you know to what extent people go on this? There's this man of God I know. I don't want to mention his name, but you all know him. People came to his prayers and was about to pray for them. On the, sick people is a healing minister that you all know very well. All over the world, very one of the leading healing ministers in the world. Um, and then they put, this guy came and he asked the guy, what is the case? So all of them were sick, were, you know, and he wanted to be ministering to the man. And the guy said, leukemia. And he brought the doctor's reports. And the man said again, I want to ask you one more time. What is there? I won't look at it, but say, what is it that they actually said was wrong with you? He said, leukemia. That's a gift of word of knowledge working. And the pastor said, didn't they say anything like HIV? Said it by the spirit. And the guy moved the wheelchair, drew the pastor close to him, and whispered to him that, yes, it's actually HIV, but I don't want anybody to know. The man just told those who brought that, take him out of here, he's not ready for healing. Even in the sick states, he was trying to say leukemia, where HIV, HIV AIDS. Reputation. Let them not know. Why? It was actually an associate somewhere. Got involved with a lot of girls and then had HIV. And he didn't want anybody to know. Shortly after that, by the time they were going to hear of him, he died of the same thing. This is how some people hold on to the reputation like this. Let nobody know. You are dying. And help has come. Let nobody know. I don't want anybody to know. He didn't want them to know that he had HIV. So he called it leukemia. And somebody discerned by the spirit. He still refused to repent. Then he, was, he said, come close. Let, let me whisper to you. So the next person will not hear. So, is there anything a Christian can do that nobody has done before? So what's the big deal? The people that are mightily used to God, the Bible made a lot of mistakes. The Bible recorded the mistake. If we were God and Abraham was a pilot, would you record that this level they made? Would you record that he lied? When he said, she's not my sister. Yeah, she's my sister. God told Moses wrote Genesis. When Moses was on the mountain, God told Moses, write it down. Why? It won't stop people from honoring Abraham. And we dishonor him now because of that. You see, the fear that you have, that when they know that fear, is of the devil to hold you down. Oh, you worship. They should not know that you also do this. It does not matter. Names in the Bible did worse things and we are still there today. Forget about this. Don't live one day in bondage. Don't. You have struggled and pray and pray against masturbation. It's still happening. And you are very connected to your HOD and then you see some person who will not talk to somebody. 
Some people with a word will take it out of you. Yes. The way God designed the church, some things that I cannot conquer some other people. Yes. Because they see that's why we are one body. It is true. Are you with me? You know, I've met about two, three guys that I've spoken to at one time that I'm too sure when they marry, they will brutalize their wife. And the signs are there. And I saw one, they brought a lady that wanted to marry. I looked at the lady, I started feeling sorry in advance for her. I don't know why people don't know. There are signs of a, a bully we show. It can't, see, the way God created man, you can't hide for too long. That's the truth. I think by now women know now that you should not submit yourself to any bully. And I've said it in this show many times. He will tell me, husband is it to you. I am one, one of, I'm not one of some pastors. I've said that many will tell you to stay there. First of all, leave. We need your life first. Many have been sent to the untimely grave that way. Because that demon is in some people. And, and you see, when it's in a man, it can move from weakness and become a spiritual thing. Nothing is going to change it. And bullies don't change their mind. Yes. When you are preaching marriage seminar, bully is looking at you and telling you, hear what the pastor is saying. <laughs> he is a bully. Yes, he's telling you that you see women, the scripture, the, their most favorite scripture in the Bible is women submit. All single ladies, if you see a guy over quoting that scripture, start suspecting. This is his favorite scripture. Some don't even beat, but they put the woman under. You can't survive some men. Let me tell you the truth. As a woman, don't attempt to be richer than some guys. That will be the beginning of your problem. And the question is, should, should you now become poor? Because he is not very rich. Some things that bother people. Me, I was praying that when my wife works in a bank, and she thought, if they make her the MD of her bank today, I'll be very happy. We have plenty of money. I mean, I don't know why. This <laughs> They're giving her car loan before. She said she didn't need this. Don't me, I want to get a car loan in the office. I'm like, well, I don't need, I don't need. I said, go and get it. May I need it? I said, buy the car. We'll be using it. So you won't over depend on my car. If my wife becomes a billionaire, oh, oh, oh my kingdom has come. <laughs> I'll be so happy. I don't know why. And I won't ask for her money. It's just that there are benefits. <laughs> Hallelujah. I don't, I have never checked a salary once. And when we got married, the church was just starting, I had nothing. But I never, till today, she checks all my, she transfers money from my phone. I don't know the pain to my wife's phone. I don't have a pain. There's nobody that stays in the house that does not have access to my phone, but I do have a pain. And I'm not going to, I've never asked her before, can we get money from me? I don't, except for that loan. I just talk kind to that because you mentioned I don't. I say ah, you don't. I say you need it too because it will benefit us. I say if I collect, will you be paying back? I said no problem. I should be you banker. They let you pay small, small, small. I said I did, and the other she told me also that they are giving us another loan. I said this loan save, and I told her I said you know what? There is a brother in the church, and the person is here this morning. I said he needs a car. He has a good job. What he does, I don't pay them a lump sum, but I know he will pay back. Get him buy the car for him. Let him be paying. And he did. And the guy has finished paying already. Yes, I do that for credible people. I'm not daft. 
I don't have about three or two or three people in this church. Yes. I told my wife that if, if they are giving you a facility and you don't need it, get it, transfer it to this person. I said, I guarantee you will pay. And all the three of them paid back as I, when they said they will pay back. Because they had a good job anyway. They just said, someone there to buy a car of seven million and maybe they pay, like, I'm just saying, they pay 700,000 every month. And they said, how much will I pay back? Say, in the space of four years, we're paying like 80,000 every month. I said, that's not a problem. And I said, please go ahead. And they did. But you know, some part of what we are talking about, some other bread drain. <laughs> <laughs> all of a sudden the number is not going again and the spirit of God is leading them to go to another church and that is the end must it come to this how many times have you heard that expression before that don't do business with Christians when people say it honestly it bites me like somebody is touching my heart I go by the other scripture you know it was not like this day in those days unbelievers want to keep money with Christians in the boarding house because their money will not miss. Do that with Christian now. Why? The more we shall fail glory, deliverance, something is wrong. And Jesus Christ has come to change us. Because we have life, eternal life. It must manifest. It must manifest. As people were talking, 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 talking about uh, the sister that died, I refuse to put my mouth. Me, I'm weeping inside. That is a shame. Unbelievers, everybody is talking about it. When I was working in NMPC, I was reading Pastor B's boss book. I put it on the table. And I went out. I sat in Kaduna in the refinery, in the PPMC, NMPC. I, was, I went out. One person, you know, full hijab, full hand. Apparently she'd been, so when I went out, she picked the book. She began to read. I came up to the office for hours. She didn't say anything. Later, she called me in the evening. I said, is that what your Bible says? Husband, love your wife. He said, I own it's not like that. A man came. I said, no, I am. She finished with 2 1, University of Abuja. She said, a 70 year old can just tell my father, you'll be the fifth wife. And I have no objection. He said, if this is how Christian marriage is, I can be a Christian for myself. But I know that this will happen to me. I should be a Christian. Three people wearing black, fully jab told me the same thing in NMPC, the books I was reading. Christian marriage. It's a living testimony to them what they desire. Unfortunately, when they hear this kind of story, there's no reason to want to switch again. What is wrong with us? Why? Because the fruit of the Spirit is absent. Prayer loud, every other thing loud, but this thing is absent. And you are watching me this morning. I hope your marriage also is not contributing to one of the said that. So what's the point, Seth? They are like us. The same thing. The same thing. The same thing. Yeah. So Christians who sleep around like unbelievers. And there's no difference. That was what Peter was saying to Paul. Or Paul was saying to Peter. If you be a Jew are living, let's say, why are you not comparing us to be Jews? So what's the point? That's what I don't talk about. I don't, a Christian are debating on Facebook. We are embarrassing ourselves. Every unbeliever will just be like, very soon they will come and preach and say the love of Christ. This is what's happening. It's painful. Can God deliver us? He has made the way. He has made the way. Hallelujah. He has made the way. What of if the man had woke up to people to say that I have this tendency of I'm a bully? If anybody laughs, they will laugh for a while, but they would have corrected and taken out that thing out. But now, don't they all know all over the world? 
I am sure if somebody had woke up to the court, the woman, somebody that was there was saying that uh, the uh, Minister for Women Affairs was checking her stone. I said that when she went to that, he had told her not to tell the truth. This idea of covering things, what about if you have stepped forward to say to the authorities of the church, I don't know why I have this tendency of beating this woman, this one, even if they share it in the old church, okay, the old church will know. You will become free. Now, it's not the only church that knows. Now, the old world knows. And you are now in prison. Which one is better? God forbid I do something wrong. But I do know pastors, I'll go and meet and report myself. What's who wait till everything cast, everything goes down because of so-called reputation? Reputation. Yes. About last year, we tried to talk to a pastor. You'll do this, you'll do this, you'll do this, you'll do that, you'll do all sorts. He will argue with all of you. And the evidence are there. Because he feels reputation. And it's why I said one that tell him that he has no business in ministry. Now everything has folded up. Reputation. If I do something or I talk anyhow to somebody, if you ask us what I said, I will repeat exactly what I said. Worst case, I will be correct. I don't say this again. But to start lying. And I see people in marriage doing that. They deny I know me. I don't, I, I don't insult her. I don't, I, don't, I don't talk like that to him. And you start covering. Well, win before the people for a while. But for how long? Is someone blessed this morning? Let me stop. If you feel like you have something to share with a leader, if it's a very serious case, I will listen to you. As in chronic, all cases are serious. But see these pastors there, here, and this leader, I want to give them a job to do today. Let somebody practice that scripture. Confess your fault. Somebody said it just means that we shall pray when we are wrong. I think it's deeper than that. Speak. Let them pray. Let them pray. I do not want Satan to have hold of and guilt or anything about anybody here. No. Somebody should minister. I'm not saying it should be a pattern that we do every now and then. I believe that the Catholics saw something in this that they came out. It might be too much of it. But see, there is a truth in it. You know, they are the first church. They saw something. That there is something about when a man says, okay, you know what? This happened to me. Pastor, can you pray with me? I don't want to go back there again. They come out of it. When anybody dress up and you wear tie every Sunday and do as if nothing happened, then they continue to happen. Yes. Hallelujah. See, there is a tendency in every man to be a polygamist. After marriage, we all get tempted to want to be with someone else. The nat falling nature of man is wired that way. After sleeping and waking up with the same woman for a long time, it becomes boring. It takes supernatural strength. Yes. And the more God promotes you, the more your options. <laughs> and the greater your temptation. It takes grace. Let's stop here. Dear Lord Jesus, it does not look like Easter Sunday. Easter Sunday. <laughs> I'm feeling bad. Maybe second, maybe second service. I was just saying, I listen to this message because this is not because second service is supposed to be explosive. I've already been thinking of songs to sing. Oh Lord, the Lord bless you. Your life, the life of Christ will manifest in everything you do. I pray for grace to walk in truth, never to feel condemned. In the name of Jesus Christ.
Thank you, Father. Thank you for being a part of our broadcast. You know, we never like to end without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. Coming into Christ is beyond joining a church, is beyond a religion. It is joining God's family. And that is done when you believe in Christ Jesus. So I just want to lead you right away now. If you are, if you want to give your heart to Christ, just say after me, say, Lord Jesus, I believe that you died and rose again and that you paid for my sins. I accept you as my Lord and my Savior. And from today, I belong to you. If you have said those words, will be late. You are born again. You are part of God's family right now. You can go ahead and rejoice about it. God bless you.